The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie in today. Yes, it's the uh, Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition slash lockdown edition slash state of emergency edition slash stay at home order edition <laughs> on 900 CHML. How are you guys doing in this, uh, this latest restriction slash lockdown in Ontario? Oh, it's, uh, you know what, it, 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 you know, when you think everything is, you know, you're in uh, COVID mode and everything's running smooth and we kind of adapted to it. And now we just got thrown another curveball where uh, Doug Ford says, okay, listen, we got to shut down more. And I understand. And, uh, and, and it changes things. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Are they pulling people, are, are they pulling people over if they're driving around? I, I, I don't know. Is that the case? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I, I, I don't envision. I, I don't envision that. I don't. I don't think police are expecting to do that. Uh, although, if there's, I don't know, say a group of people outside at night, post eight o'clock, doing nothing in particular, they might be approached by either bylaw or police officers. But I can't see kind of a ride lane scenario where they're pulling people to the side to say, "Hey, where are you going?" or you know, "Why are you out this late at night?" But this does beg a question because. You know, some real estate deals happen after eight o'clock. Um, right. d- d- does this change anything for the real estate industry? It, it could, but I'm just the question is, and I didn't read the uh, the report, but are we not allowed to drive like around on the streets at, after eight o'clock at night? Are we like Quebec right now? Well, no, no, no it's not. It's not that strict. So uh, post eight o'clock, you can still go to the hospital per se if you have to go out, but you can't, you know, just be driving around or you know, uh, parking yourself in a park or a playground right. or just goofing around. Right. You know, you have to have a right. really. So I could good be. Experience. I could be leaving my office. It has to be essential. The only the only Correct. people that are allowed to travel right now are for essential reasons. So yeah. Yeah. you know the, the, the what, what's hard is the word essential is so vague and so um, you know misconstrued based on everyone. And and the the word essential is is you know it, it's debated by by everyone. So I I, I believe that's you know, the context that they're going with. If, if you are out of your house for essential reasons, you are able to do so. If not, stay home. Yeah. So part of the essential is uh, uh, people are uh, like, there's a lot of people that sold their homes. They got to find a house. So we have to show properties to these people. So we got to make sure that uh, if, uh, if there's any indication that they know they're with a realtor or uh, so that they know that uh, we're working and, and trying to find these people a home, otherwise they're going to be homeless. Yeah. Um, so I would say so that falls could. under the essential category. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wow, this is, uh, this is different boy. I'll tell you that. It is very much and so. What we found, what we found when they did the announcement, that announcement was done on Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, Tuesday. 
Tuesday. Yeah. So what we found on Tuesday, the announcement came up. Our phones were ringing. They were busy. Things were rocking. Um, and people were looking at buying, selling, everything. Wednesday, we felt there, there was a, kind of a little bit of a, a silence on the phone. Like they, the calls just kind of dropped off. So mm-hmm. I, I think people were just wondering, what, okay, what to do. Um, and it, usually when there's an announcement like that, it takes about probably a week before, okay, we're used to what's going on. Like, it, and then they go back into the mode that they, they need to go. Right now, it's, it's, it's a, another culture shock. It's another shock uh, in the system. Um, I mean, we're, we're, people are scared, but not as scared as it was in the middle of March when they told us, hey, we're shutting down completely. And, but, and I'm still seeing a lot of vehicles on the road. It's yeah, not, and, no, I noticed a difference today coming in. Did you? Oh, yeah. I noticed a difference. The, the, the highway. And, and I, can, I, remember, I remember this. So, so I live in a condo along the QEW, and I remember when the first lockdown started. I counted, literally, I can count 15 to 20 seconds in between cars passing by on the QEW. That's how dead it was. It was, it was a complete ghost wow. town. And, and, and now it's not like that. It's, it's you know, the, I, I would say the roads are, were, were, were still busy, but, but not as busy as, as last week or the, or the week before. So, you know, people out there are listening and, and following the rules and instructions, which is a, which is a good sign. But, I, I would say in terms of a home seller's perspective, I would say there, there are still a lot of anxieties of people coming through their houses and, and, you know, allowing viewers to come through. But on the flip side of that, home sellers want to take advantage of the current market and understand that there's a lack of listing inventory, you know, whether it's due to the, the you know, the pandemic and, and so on, that they want to put their house up for sale and, 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 you know, get those record breaking prices and, and, maybe be a little risk adverse in, in terms of the pandemic and, and they're, they're interested in still selling their home. I think it's important to reaffirm that the golfy team is still selling homes uh, and is very committed to do so in a very safe manner. Explain how that happens. Um, go ahead, Phil. Yeah. I mean, I mean, w- when this pandemic first hit, we, we, you know, we didn't know what to do. We, we, we completely tailored our home selling system with the help of, you know, the rules and regulations that were implemented by the real estate board along with the Canadian government. And we, we did a lot of different things that were able to help, you know, both buyers and sellers be able to, to trade in real estate, buy and sell real estate virtually. Um, first things first is, you know, when you do book a showing, you must sign a COVID form on this form. There are, are and, we, and, we, and we still do that. And we still we, do, we do yeah. that right through. We and still we, continuously. And uh, they ask you the standard questions. Do you have any, you know, symptoms, anything? Uh, have you been out of the country? The, the standard questions that we all, we, we all know, they ask you those standard questions. There is only allowed a maximum of three people in a house at once. So, you know, back then, you know, uh, prior to the pandemic, you, you know, you want to bring your entire family, your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, you know, you want to get everybody's opinion when it comes to buying a house. Now, it's a maximum of three. It's the realtor and, and, you know, two buyers, if there's two buyers. Um, but, but combined with that, we've made, you know, looking at homes online easy, right? We, we want everybody to make a decision prior to actually coming in and viewing the house where we're, you know, the reason why you're doing that in person viewing is you're just looking for validation of everything that you've seen online. So we've adapted and we, we have these 3d Matterport tours. They're really, really efficient. You're able to walk through the entire house completely virtually in the comfort of your own home at any single time. Um, you're able to, to, to go around and, and view the home. And, and that way, you know, 
we can limit the amount of in-person viewings. And the only people that are coming through are the people that are 100% interested and they're just validating what they've seen online. Combined with that, every single one of our documents can be signed virtually, whether it's a, a listing agreement uh, to, to put your house up for, for sale and sell it, or whether it's, whether it's an, an agreement of purchase and sale to be able to purchase a home. So everything done, it, it can be done uh, 100% virtually when it comes to buying or selling a house. The only in-person um, interaction would be the actual viewing. And, and like I mentioned before, we've sold many, many homes, even without the purchasers going to view the homes. They, they're, they're 100% confident in what they've seen online. Um, and perhaps they might've just done a drive by, um, and, and a walk around, uh, to, to, to see the neighborhood, but, but we've done, you know, plenty of deals, um, and, uh, of people of buyers, not, not even walking inside the house. And in saying all that, you know, the proof is in the pudding because uh, we've seen, you know, record-breaking sales numbers and price increases in Hamilton, Burlington. And that's saying a lot to the effectiveness of how safely the golfie team uh, has, you know, approached the pandemic and has showed and sold homes. And uh, if you're in the market to buy a home or you want to sell yours, you got to go online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L. FI.com. Call Canada's number one REMAX team today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. And you can check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, We didn't get to this topic last week, so I do want to approach it right now. And that's parents staying out of your kid's dream of buying a home. Parents can get in the way sometimes. Absolutely. And sometimes parents, you know, they, they're trying to protect their child, but sometimes, especially in this market, they are hurting uh, their children because um, they're looking at the, the house price and they're saying uh, to them, listen, don't go higher than this. And they could be off like, you know, $3,000, $5,000 off. And we've had indications where uh, we found a house for uh, a couple, they're a young couple, they want to start a family. And, uh, and, and yeah, you're right. It, it, it was, uh, the, the price of $5,000, um, more than what, uh, it should have been. But today that same house is probably $80,000 more. And this is what we're talking six months ago, less than six months, four months ago. So, and the parent now is, is like, okay, you know what? Now they just, this, they made this child. Now they have to look for either a house that's more expensive or go further down the Queen Elizabeth way to find something further away from where their work uh, place is. So please, you know what? Uh, uh, even the banks are indicating that the, the housing prices are going to keep going up this year. If you find a place, just put it in and then uh, decide what you put an offer. If, if it's, if you can put it in a conditional financing and inspection, that's fine. That's great. Uh, then it gives you a little breathing room. Um, so that was, that's one indicator of, of a parent, uh, hurting the child. Now I, I, we just did a deal last night where a parent said, and, and the, and the father said, Rob, t- tell me what it, what it's, what it's going to take to get this deal for my, my daughter. Cause I want to make sure she gets it. And I said, okay, here, we have to come in here. And then, and then we're negotiating back and forth and, and the sellers are being tough. And, uh, the buyers were, you know, like saying, listen, we got to get this thing. Cause because if they didn't make that deal last night on this property, the next house in that complex goes up. It's going to be ten, twenty, maybe even thirty thousand dollars higher. He recognized that, and he and he jumped on it, and he got a deal done, and he and he got a fair market deal for sure. But and, he, yeah, and, and I wanted to touch on that. It's the benchmark price is what are scary because as soon as the house sells in the neighborhood, the next and and say that house you know isn't as updated or whatever, 
the next house that comes up for sale is going to want to beat that price because everyone's looking, oh, wow, that look at that sale price. Well, you know, mine has a finished basement and, you know, I put a, you know, 50000 or, or $25,000 into landscaping and my house is much nicer. Well, that next house that comes up in that neighborhood, they're going to beat that price. They're going to want to raise that price because that's the value of the neighborhood. That's the new benchmark value of that specific house in that specific neighborhood. So if you miss out on that one, well, then the, say you miss out on 700, the next house that comes up, Maybe seven ten, seven fifteen, seven twenty, and that's we're, we're seeing these houses appreciate so fast and so quickly in this market. And that's price escalation in a nutshell. Still to come on the show, we'll get to multiple representation. We'll also talk about the ins and outs of real estate channels. That's coming up next here on the Golfy Real Estate Show on nine hundred CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Our house in the middle of our street. Our Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Sanford in the studio. On the line, Bob Golfy and Philip Golfy, sales representatives with Remax's Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them online, robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Canada's number one Remax team today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They're all over social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And you can listen to the show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show on your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Still to come, multiple representation. We'll also talk about the ins and outs of real estate chattels. But Phil, you wanted to touch on 2017 in comparison to this past year. Yeah, the, the 2017 news cycle was all about rising real estate prices. Every time you, everywhere you looked, um, it, it was, you know, how fast prices are appreciating in comparison to the year before and the multiple offer situations and the GTA buyers. And in my opinion, in comparison to, the, to that 2017 market, this market is, is way more heated up. It's, it's appreciating way faster. Um, there's way more GTA buyers. Um, and, and there's, there's way more multiple offer situations. It seems like every single house that, that hits the market in, in, in today, whether it's a, a luxury million dollar property or, you know, a, a fixer upper is holding offers. Um, and combined with those GTA buyers, they're still coming, but just given the news cycle, it, it gets overlapped. It's not as much talked about just because of, you know, what's going on today. So I, I, I remember in 2017, there's so much pressure to do something. And, and that's when the Canadian government got involved and they, they introduced, you know, a lot of those, you know, the, the foreign buyers tax and um, the land transfer taxes and, and things of that nature. Whereas this has been completely overlooked in terms of the, the news cycle in the real estate market that it, it's not as known about if you're not paying attention to it or, or working in it. Everyone's so, you know, micro focused on, on the current pandemic and, and talking about cases and deaths and, um, and, and, you know, what's going on within the pandemic, which is, which is, which is needed, right? That, that's the top stories of, of today's society. But, but the, the, the real estate market is, is completely overlooked. And, and there's just some people that, that aren't aware and, and, and aren't in the know of, of what's going on in, in the current market today. They, they can't, uh, you know what, the, the government can't do anything because 
this is a, a market that the, the government feels is probably just a short-term thing, which we're in the middle of, and it's hard to tell Everyone where it's going to go. Everyone expected it to go down. Yeah, everybody, it, yeah. The, the top economists, including CMHC, expected you know pricing to to fall, you know, nine to thirteen percent. Uh, yeah, it's it, true. And the the the, uh, the pandemic caused a shortage of homes on the market. People buckle down and, and stay are staying where they are. And, and they're not making a move until they until probably this pandemic is going to be over. So when this pandemic is over, that's where you're going to see probably an abundance of homes. And who knows how long that might be. That might be another year from now, because it's going to take a while for everybody to get uh, this vaccine and everything else out, out and about for everybody. But uh, but, yeah, you're, you're right. There's uh, the government can't do anything. It's just part of the cycle of uh, of what we got to go through in, in life uh, with this uh, real estate uh, boom that's going through right now. And everyone asks, like, you know, w- will it come back down? Will the prices come back down when the pandemic's over? And, you know, my answer is no, I, I don't think they would because the prices might level off. And, and you know, we're not going to see that that rapid price escalation and appreciation as quickly as we're experiencing it right now. But if somebody puts up their house for sale and, and they don't get the price that they want, depending on how motiv- motivated they are, they're not going to drop their price. If, a, if, if your neighbor sold for 700 or 800 and you believe, you know, you have a nicer house and your house is worth more, well, why would you sell it for, for less than 800 You know, that, that, was the, that was the value of the neighborhood. The value is going to come back up. You're going to wait until you get your number and, 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 and achieve that price goal and that, and that, and that sale price that you want. You know, obviously there's going to be different motivations by everyone, but in, unless you're motivated, you know, we, we've seen it in the past, home sellers will sit and wait until they get the price that they, they, they want. Is it safe to say that if, this might be impossible to answer, but if, if there was no pandemic, how close would we be to some of the sales and price numbers that we've seen? Would we be kind of on par, a little bit behind, a lot behind? How much... I, I, how uh, how, how big of an impact behind. is the pandemic? Yeah, we, I think we would definitely be a little behind. Yeah. There would have been a bigger inventory. Uh, more people would have had their house up for sale. Um, I think the market was still would have been uh, strong. Um, I in, instead of maybe double digit increases, maybe you know, in like it might have been seven percent, eight percent. But yeah, not, I think we appreciated 12. like maybe two to three years in terms of a price appreciation. Yeah. And and and, yeah. and like a lot of people, you know, this this pandemic has sped up a lot of people's future real estate plans and goals, and 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 has completely uplifted, uh, has completely uplifted them. And I can speak for myself. I live in, you know, I, I've said it before on the show. I live in a condo. I am now a home buyer. I'm in the market looking for a detached house right now as we speak, because you know, the, the, I've, I've outgrown the condo. There's, there's, there's no room anymore. It's, it's become a lot. It's become hard and, um, to, to live in that space. I'm, I'm working from home a lot more. Um, you know, I, I only have a small little den and, and I'm looking for a little bit more of a yard. And you know, if, if this, you know, nobody can predict when this is going to end, but if this continues on into the summer, you know, it'd be nice to have an outdoor space and, you know, be able to, to, to have backyard barbecues and things of that nature within my own, within my own house. So good news on that front, Phil, in terms of, you know, looking for a house. I, I know a guy, he's sitting like three feet away from you. <laughs> six <laughs> but, feet. Six, six feet. feet. That's right. That's right. Now, here's a question though, because Rob has mentioned this uh, on the show previously in, in selling his last home and it was a very emotional experience. So are you getting Rob or maybe someone else to find you your home or are you doing it yourself? No, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to sell my condo. I'm going to, I'm going to hang on to okay. it as an investment. And, uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to try and rent it out and, uh, and, and move on to a, a detached home. So, but if, 
<laughs> if I were to sell it, I, I would, um, I would like just me personally. I haven't made that mistake. I feel like I, I, I don't get emotional. He, he hasn't <laughs> been there yet. He hasn't been I would, there uh, yet. I would, I would like to think that, uh, I would, I would sell my own property by myself and, and maybe reach out for some advice, uh, when, when needed. But I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, we, when, when you're selling your own property for anyone, anyone who's selling their own property, um, it's, it's, it's a difficult decision. It's an emotional task. And, um, and then once the dollars, you know, get involved and, 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 you know, everybody, everybody is, is greedy to somewhat of a certain level. And, uh, and, and everyone always wants to achieve that, that financial goal because in the end, you know, you're, you're looking to, to whether it's setting yourself up or setting your kids up or setting your grandkids up, everybody wants to, uh, to, to have that, you know, financial freedom in, in, in some way, whether it's a little or a lot. So, it's, uh, you know, real estate's one way to, to achieve it and, and, and making good and smart decisions is, is, is part of it. So, um, you know, when I, when I, I, I have actually have never sold a property in my entire life. I've, I've only purchased, I've only been a buyer. Um, but, uh, but I haven't, I haven't been on, on that side yet. All right. Well, again, you have a Jedi master six feet away from you, so you take some <laughs> tips from him. Uh, working from home has uh, certainly been a trend over the last number of months, and uh, a professor at Queen's University in Kingston says that uh, that working from home trend is going to shape the real estate market in 2021. The um, Obviously, it's uh, the pandemic has created some upheaval in the work and home lives of Canadians uh, over the last number of months, and that's going to continue to do so, according to John Andrew, who says uh, work from home trend to become entrenched not because of employee preferences, but because employers are realizing how much money they will be able to save by downsizing their workplace real estate. So if you can remote in from home, and if all your employees can do so, uh, companies you know, across this country, really across the world, are going to say, why do we need this retail space? That is going to put, I think, some pressure on the real estate market. Yes? No? Absolutely. The commercial uh, real estate office uh, space is definitely going to take uh, a beating in the next uh, 12 to 12 to 24 months. Um, as people's uh, leases are coming up, um, there's going to be an abundance of office furniture for sale. There's going to be an abundance office space for sale. Um, if and, and because people aren't going to renew their lease and it's going to be more difficult to lease these uh, commercial properties, commercial office buildings, um, the values of those commercial buildings are going to come down because um, the value is based on income coming in from uh, the uh, the from the rent. So if you if you're struggling if you're struggling on on the rent uh, trying to get rent, your your that office building is going to be uh, it's going to be tough. It's just like uh, I think the old Stelco building. I mean, I don't think that is a fully rented building. No. But I, I think these buildings, they're going to be innovative in a way that they're going to, you know, change the style of the building inside to be able to, you know, cater to what our new market is or, or what our new lifestyle is. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's a ton, a ton of, a, anybody who's in warehousing right now or, or owns big warehouses has made hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in terms of being able to, to, to hold real estate. And, and, and that's the opportunity that they're going to, they're going to move into right now. It's cheaper for, for Toronto companies to go buy warehouse space in Brantford, Ontario and ship the goods back and forth from Brantford to Toronto than it is to buy space downtown Toronto and, and pay for uh, a, sh- a shorter freight. So there's, there's people out there that, that will, will be smart. 
they'll they'll get innovative and 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 you know turn these office spaces into something else and something different, or they'll turn them into to cloud office spaces where you know they're on a membership basis where if you need if you need to use an office you can come in once or twice a week and, and use it at your will and you'll have access to boardrooms and party rooms and and what have you. So I, I think it's you know it's, it, you got to be innovative. You got to think outside the box and and create spaces that that. Or, or, you know, set up a business that's going to be, you know, going to help this new societal norm. There is uh, some good news, uh, according to Professor Andrew as well. Uh, once things return to or at least as close to normal as they can ever be, I guess. But he believes that a lot of commuters will be more willing to endure traffic congestion and the high cost of owning a vehicle because it makes them feel safe, as opposed to taking, you know, the go or a subway in downtown Toronto. They would rather live outside the city and commute, which, again, might spell some good news for Hamilton's real estate. Absolutely. Yeah, because people don't want to be in crowds anymore. Like, you know, especially with this, uh, you know, we've been we've been uh, frightened and spooked uh, saying, Hey, be careful being around a lot of people. So it, it, it's going to change the whole dynamics in the world you know, going to concerts are, you're going to get uh, a percentage of the population are going to be fearing that they're not going to want to go to that. They're not going to want to go to uh, uh, theme parks. They're not going to want to go to uh, uh, Disneyland in Florida and California and, and Europe. They're going to, they're going to experience a lot of different changes. Like this is going to change a lot of things because of how people think and, and feel when they go to public p- places. It's going to, you know, it, once this is all over, um, you're going to have people still, you know, a little shocked and, and still probably wear their masks all the time, everywhere they go. Yeah. But the mask only protects you from giving it to somebody else. It's not, uh, if the other person's not wearing a mask, it's not going to, it's not going to help you. But, um, but anyway, it's just, uh, things are changing. The op- uh, commercial office space is, is uh, there's going to be a whole new different market of what that's going to happen. And we're going to find out where that trend is going to uh, go. We, I know a lot of, a lot of uh, business uh, companies, uh, they haven't renewed leases on, uh, on their uh, office space. So now they're ready to vacate those places and uh, who knows uh, what's going to happen. Like the only ones that are going to keep going are the law offices and accounting offices because they still, they still, uh, you know, uh, do stuff for uh, all the other corporations that are out there. To piggyback off your point, Rick, it, it's going to be interesting to see how Metrolinx changes their schedules in terms of the development of GO stations through the Niagara Corridor, right? Yeah. It, it, you know, more than ever, we've seen GTA buyers continue to, to purchase real estate in Hamilton and Niagara, and that's been a common trend for the last, three years more so this year more than ever um there will definitely be added pressure to them to to continue to develop and um you know build those go stations along that along the qew corridor to get to get into toronto now depending if people you know would prefer to buy their you know get their own car and not take you know public transit and and uh, you know because of the pandemic we'll see but i i think there'll be you know more added there's already a lot of pressure but there'll be more added pressure to uh develop to, to develop those go stations across the the qw yeah. corridor yeah just because people are more people are moving out this way yeah got a question for the golfy team or a topic idea that we can address in a future program send them an email questions at robgolfie.com again that's questions at robgolfie.com we have about 90 seconds left in this segment i want to bounce over to multiple representation uh, maybe just before we dive deep into this what is multiple representation Multiple representation mean two things. It means that if a realtor has a house for sale, 
and somebody calls him and says, hey, I, uh, and, and I want to take a look at this house. That means, and if he does put an offer in, that means he is representing the seller and the buyer. Now, if he's going to put an offer in, he has to disclose to the seller that, hey, uh, are you okay with me representing the buyer also? Now, a lot of times, and, and this, is, this is a, I don't know where people got this. They think that if they call the listing agent that has it listed, they're going to get a better deal. Be very careful. Um, they, you may not have the questions to ask. You want somebody representing you in a way that if there is something going on with the neighborhood, the price, if you're not asking questions, the agent's not going to say anything to you. And I know we have, I know we have a, yeah, a let's shortcut. face it, that, that listing agent has a developed relationship with that seller. You know, they've probably been working together for three, four months, getting the property, property ready, talking about different price points, uh, market, talking about a marketing plan. If you call him and he just met you, you know, you're, you're, you're a random person. He just, he just met you on the phone. He's talking to you on the phone. You're interested in the property. Whose best interest do you think he's going to look after more? Is it, the, is it going to be his seller that he's been working with for a couple months or is it, or is it the buyer who, who he just met? Yeah, I think we know the answer to that. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into this topic when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin, Rob Golfy, Philip Golfy, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can call them today at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. is the website. It's got the hottest listings in town. That's robgolfi.com. And check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The handle is at Rob Golfy. Uh, we're talking about multiple representations. And uh, both Rob and Phil laid out uh, the, the explanation of how it works just before the break. Uh, how is this still allowed in the province of Ontario? Because it sounds to me that, you know, the, the, the one side of the equation is not getting a fair shake. To a certain degree, uh, I know in British Columbia, you cannot represent both the buyer and the seller, right. the same agent camp. They, they, they've gotten that because a lot of lawsuits happen because of multiple representation. And they're looking at it, uh, the Ontario Real Estate Association and, and RICO are looking at possibly um, doing the same thing as British Columbia is doing um, because uh, it'll eliminate a lot of lawsuits because there's a lot of misunderstandings that happen when there's multiple representation. Um, like we're supposed to, you know, as a, as a realtor, you're supposed to disclose everything. But for some reason, some things uh, happen to uh, fall between the cracks mm. and, and like it just says, well, if I knew the neighbor, you know, did this and, you know, like, a, and, you know, had a, uh, like a manure farm in his backyard and it's only a, a you know, a hundred by a hundred foot lot, I probably, you know, wouldn't have bought this house. You know what I mean? The, the, the listing agent would have known that. And, and if he didn't disclose say, Hey, listen, you know, next door, I mean, this guy, you know, drops off a, you know, a truckload of manure and spreads it around and, you know, uh, once a month, like you don't want to be next door to that. 
So the the listing agent would, uh, I mean, should have disclosed that, but because it's not the property that you're you're lo- looking at, you're yeah. looking at the current property. Like I'm just giving a, 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 an example that things happen, but uh, but you've got to be. But and and people think that they're going to get a cheaper deal. They're going to get that. Be very careful, people. I we get calls that say well, I only want to deal with the listing agent. I'm like, you know, they think they're going to get a better deal. They don't. You know what? Hire get a get a sales representative. Call them. And then they will do the research for you in, in the marketplace. They will do a history on the property. They'll do the history on the street. They'll do everything for you. Uh, and they'll ask questions because they got the experience to walk through the house and say, hey, what about mm. this? What about this? And what about that? Those are all the things that, that you need. So, uh, like, in, in British Columbia, I mean, their, their, their lawsuits went way down when they stopped doing multiple representations. And, and a lot of law, and I think they implemented that in law offices now. Like, you can't close. This, uh, uh, the same lawyer can't close the same. Can't represent the buyer and yeah. the seller. They stopped that, and uh, so because and 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 because it caused a lot of problems. So you know, people listen. You know, uh, hire a realtor and then just have them represent you in looking for the house. And if you see something, get that realtor to show it to you. Don't don't go like I mean. Like, yeah, every list, every listing agent wants somebody to call them because they do they make more money. But hire a realtor and, and get the right facts about every property. And the realtor will ask that, that agent that has it listed and said, hey, is, this, is there any problems here? Is there, is, this, is there anything going on with this property that I should know about that we haven't asked? And, uh, and, and you'll find things go a lot smoother that way. Are there a lot of multiple representations in Hamilton? Are we talking a handful of a year or, or several dozen? It, it's, I'd say like, what, 8, eight to 10%? Yeah, it's, it's around 8 to 10% it happens. Hmm. And, um, and, and, and that's a number. If anybody, if there's, if, if, if anybody has a higher number, there's something going on there that it shouldn't be happening. So they're not, uh, there's not, there, then there's not that much representation happening to yeah. the seller on that deal. I think, I think in Vancouver, you know, in BC particularly in that real estate market, there was a, a couple of big cases that, that, you know, made the news and, and were, were really followed um, in that market that that pushed them. Um, in our case, in our market, we 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 don't have that. You know, we we have many good realtors who who will continue to keep their their clients' best interest and and try their best to separate them. Um, it'll never be one you know fifty fifty fair. It'll never, and that's with anything in life. It's 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 so hard to, to, you know, keep someone's best interest in and just knowing the, what you know about the current property and the listing. And it's, it's, it's such a difficult task for, for one person. And I can speak for, for, for our specific team alone. If we, if we have this situation, we will always make sure that that purchaser or that seller is not represented by the same person on our team. We have a big team, so we have to be, the ability to do this. We'll always make sure that, that that there's never one person representing both parties. We'll always push them to a, a, another agent so that their best interests are completely looked after every single time. Yeah, and I, I think that's the best way to do it. Uh, still to come, we're going to talk about the ins and outs of real estate chattels, and you'll want to check your mailbox very soon as well. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.
is a Welcome back. This is the last go-round here on the latest edition of the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. On the line once again, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Cartman Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Canada's number one Remax team today at 905-575-7700. And they're all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check them out. Send them a note. Ask them a question on social as well. They'll reply to it for sure. And if you have a question for the Golfie team or a future topic idea, send them an email. Questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Chattels. We've talked about chattels um, numerous times uh, over the years, but uh, we're, we're back at it again. Uh, this is a Real Estate 101, the ins and outs of chattels. First off, what's a, cha- what's a chattel again? <laughs> well, I want to, I wanna, before we start, chattels have gotten so much more confusing oh. the way really? the, the houses are built today. Well, we have these smart homes and we got these security cameras and, and does the system stay, but the system's paid for monthly. And if you, if you don't, you know, if you cancel the system, you have to pay a cancellation fee. And then we have these smart home speakers and what's plugged in and what's not plugged in. Is it attached? Is it not attached? Um, so there, I feel like, you know, there's a lot more things that are built into the house or not built into the house that are, that are, on that gray area than, than ever before. Um, and that's just the way with the, you know, the new technology within a house and how it's built today. Um, it, 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 these, these things, when it comes to an agreement of purchase and sale are so important as to what you're going to highlight and what you're going to keep and, and, and what you're going to take. And if you're not detailed about it and, and you know, there's often problems that will come up on closing day and it sucks to be a seller or, or sorry, it sucks to be a buyer to, to, to think or to assume that you will be getting something and then you show up and you're excited to move into your new house and then all of a sudden that, that barbecue is not there or that, you know, that surround sound speaker system isn't there because your realtor didn't mention it or didn't highlight it on the agreement of purchase and sale and the seller assumed that they can take it and the buyer assumed that they're leaving it. And, uh, and this happens a lot. There's definitely ways to avoid it. But uh, we'll hop into the chattels. Yeah, for instance, let's say a, a, a television uh, that's uh, got a bracket on the uh, wall. So the bracket is screwed and bolted to the wall, but the television has got a hanger that's hanging on there. So if you, you, you could, if the person is selling the house, he would have to leave the bracket because that's a chattel, that's a fixture that's, that's, a been, fixture. that's been screwed and bolted to the, to the wall, but he can take his TV. And sometimes they, they take the, the bracket also, which causes problems on closing day because then, you know, the, 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 whole, the homeowner says, well, I'm going to take the bracket because it fits the, you know, the TV bracket and everything else. <laughs> then so you walk in and there's a big hole in the wall. Yeah. Right. So it's good to define it. So a lot of people leave. So a lot of people now, good realtors will say uh, TV and bracket. Uh, stays with the house, uh, mirrors and bathrooms. Yeah. I mean, like, like people sometimes have nice, uh, mirrors with, you know, framed in bathrooms. They're just hanging there. They don't have to leave it. You have to define saying all hanging mirrors in bathrooms. That's another, that's I got another, another one. So, so there's these new vanities where, where the, the fixture of the tap in the spout, the water spout will come out of the wall and there'll be the vanity, but the vanity is is movable it can move it can slide across like it, it has a sink and everything but it can slide there's been situations where people will leave 
the spouts and the in the taps, but take <laughs> unhook the plumbing yeah. wow. and take the vanity. So well, it, it's it's and, and like we get back to it, it's it's just so important to to define you know, define it and be clear about it. Um, and and it, it, it's it's easy to do. You 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 want to make sure you look through all the pictures and and as you're walking through, you want to make sure you highlight all the all the different channels and fixtures on the agreement of purchase and sale, so they're properly defined defined for both the buyer and the seller. Could this ruin a deal? Uh, it doesn't ruin a deal. It just becomes it just ruins uh, the whole it becomes sour when you move in. That, uh, <laughs> even like uh, those uh, plastic uh, sheds that they make out at uh, you can get at uh, at home like Home Depot right, or, yeah. or Costco. They're just sitting there sometimes, and they and the, and the weight of all the stuff inside it is keeping it down. And all of a sudden, you you move in, move in and you see the, sh- the the plastic shed <laughs> gone. So, hey, but, before- but even so, even so much so that people will will highlight the specific brand of the appliances, right? Wow. So people aren't aren't exchanging or changing out their appliances. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we got about uh, thirty seconds. Look for the January newsletter in your mailbox. What's coming? Yeah, we've got a, a January newsletter uh, coming out, uh, and it's actually going to indicate of the past 10 years of real estate values every year for the past 10 years, from 2011 to 2020. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's, it's pretty exciting to uh, to look at that in uh, you know where, what area you live in, and, and uh, it's uh, just an indicator. We just wanted to give you know information piece, and we got some other information on there for you. But uh, take a look in your mailbox, uh, this, uh, this, you know, and uh, uh, you might uh, have something there if you haven't checked out your mailbox or your super mailbox. Take a look at it, and, uh, you know, if there's something there you see that uh, intrigues you, great. If not, give us a call, and uh, we can even evaluate your house and uh, give you a good idea what your uh, home, home is worth. That number is 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. Thanks for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.